my dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering, uh, both here uh, in South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, but both in Meros Park as well as Sinai Churches. I am delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our listener, wherever you're at. Our theme for this week has been a holy masquerade at the faithful hypocrites. What a theme. And the topic for today is how can I help my children deal with hypocrisy? A very important subject, especially, um, for, uh, parents, cousins, auntie, uh, aunts, and even, uh, uh, Christians really, uh, church members, because this uh, uh, issue of hypocrisy is one that um, uh, Jesus spoke about and uh, one that we need to uh, flee from. And I'm interested in what we'll learn today. How can I help my children deal with hypocrisy? I have here my regular co-host, and I am privileged to actually uh, be uh, on the radio program together with Pastor Hugh. Pastor Hugh, welcome. Oh, thank you very much, Pastor Fabiano. It's really good to be with you here on the air, uh, talking about something which uh, we we like to sort of keep under the covers, if mm. we could. But uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, that really uh, hypocrisy is yeah. is uh, something which we all need to grapple with at some level or another, and very important topic, and yes. one that uh, hopefully we can shed not only some light on, because uh, some of us sort of shrink away from such a light <laughs> when we talk about hypocrisy, but uh, also shed some uh, helpful uh, helpful thoughts that will help us to. To, yeah, maybe yes. uh, not live uh, the hypocritical life. That's right. And mm. this is very important. You have a family yourself, Pastor You? I do. Yes, indeed. Wonderful. Yes, uh, our uh, three children are helping uh, my wife and I to grow up every yes. day. Uh, and uh, I don't know if that process is complete or whether it really will be complete. <laughs> um, but one day uh, I hope that uh, uh, not just that we parent our children, but they parent us in a sense yeah. by helping us to grow into the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ. Because yeah. uh, uh, I tell you what, you learn a lot about yourself as a parent perhaps mm. more than any other role in life. Yeah, yes. yeah. You, you've had those moments, uh, uh, Pastor, <laughs> where you see something and you say, whoa, 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 where is that coming from? I mean, no, I mean, I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to uh, see that in you. Or I didn't want to see, a, you know, a, a reflection of myself. <laughs> it's very, uh, uh, revealing moments. Yeah, highly yeah. disconcerting, mm. I must say at times. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. No, praise God. And, uh, both of us are parents. Mm-hmm. And I think today's yes. topic is, uh, one that speaks to us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I believe that we will be learning as we share. We are at the same time. <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe, uh, this is correct, Pastor, that as we share, we are actually also, um, kind of like, uh, speaking to ourselves. Like, uh, you know, the message is pretty much a double-edged yeah. sword. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Very much yeah. so. And, uh, yeah, perhaps it is that the, uh, the children are listening even just now. So, uh, <laughs> so if you are listening, 
kids, uh, please bear in mind that uh, uh, that uh, both uh, myself and my, my dear pastor friend here that we have a lot to learn as individuals, mm. as humans, as well as as parents, and yeah. uh, we hope that you'll uh, that you'll understand. But uh, in saying that, yes. Uh, yes, this is an area that is often overlooked, or, or people don't really wish to talk about too much. But it's one that makes one of the biggest differences, I think, yeah. in terms of how we raise the next generation. Uh, and and uh, really building people of integrity because right. these are really uh, counter opposites, aren't they? Integrity, yeah. which is yeah. what everybody is looking for. Yes. You, you ask any employer and That's they'll right. say, what are you looking for? What's the value yeah. that you want to see in your employees? Integrity. Integrity. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and, of course, the exact opposite of that, which leaves people with disgust yeah. uh, or t- a bad taste in their mouth, is hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, some people say that Christians – are hypocrites. Yeah. But I want to just say to folks, uh, whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian or just tuning in today, mm. you know what? Um, if, if you don't like hypocrisy, you yeah. should be a Christian. Mm. Because if there's one thing that Jesus talked about more than uh, any other person uh, yeah. that I've come across uh, in, in Scripture or in ancient history, yes. it was hypocrisy. Okay. Uh, and, and so it was important to him. And guess what? It's, if it's important to you, it's, it's also important to him. This, yes. this whole matter of hypocrisy. So stay That's tuned right. with us because you might just find that the, the best place to be mm. on this whole topic is actually, uh, from the perspective of being a follower of Christ. So, yeah. yeah and, and, and how we can overcome in this area. Wonderful. Hey, let me start up with a story. Um, usually we actually share something that is happening around the world but today I felt impressed on uh, 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 the need to ac- actually share a story that would um, serve as a as a, as as, a, as an opener really to what we are about to share today and just you know to just kind of help us I guess understand um, um, yeah better what we are about to share and so this is a story that was written by um, or at least published by Crosswalk, which is a Christian uh, ministry and a, a news uh, network. Um, and um, uh, yeah, let me just share this story, which was written by Whitney Hopler. And uh, this was uh, back in 2014. Uh, and, um, uh, and, and, and the opening uh, uh, phrases or paragraph rather to this article says, um, Beneath the vaulted ceilings of the famous Oud Kirk Old Church, I believe that might be German. Uh, yeah, well, uh, probably more Dutch. I'm more thinking, Dutch, okay. But, uh, uh, but certainly Germanic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So in Amsterdam, apparently, mm. my family and I walked around to see the contemporary art exhibit uh, that filled its massive sanctuary. One of uh, one one artwork in particular attracted our attention. A large sculpture of Jesus Christ on the cross. Mm. Approaching it from behind, we were impressed by the statement of faith it seemed to make about Jesus' sacrifice to forgive people's sins. But when we reached the front, we were dismayed to see different images of various visitors' faces flashing across the blank space where Jesus' own face had been left uncarved in the stone. A sign uh, nearby explained that this project was called I Am Christ and invited people to submit photos of their faces uh, through social media so they too could be portrayed in the church as Jesus himself. 
my teenager, this is the author, my teenage daughter, our owner, and ele- and elementary-aged son, Justin, looked at me with confused expression flashing, a- fr- flashing across their faces. Wait, how can people actually be Jesus? Justin finally asked. Um, I stammered. Well, uh, people can't ever be Jesus, but Jesus can live inside of us. So I guess this may be showing that, that somehow. No, that's not what it says, Justin replied, pointing to this sign. Then a smiling woman who told us she was a church member and had overheard our conversation came up uh, uh, to us and explained that the artwork depicts human potential. You see, we can all be divine, she declared. Once we realize that we're capable of anything, we can grow to have the same power as God. I affirm that to myself every day. After she walked away, I discreetly explained to our kids that her theology was misguided and blasphemous. Uh, visiting the church was far from the inspira- inspirational experience we'd hoped for. Um, uh, so I let the stress get the best of me and fell into sin. That made me seem like quite the uh, hypoc- hypocritical Christian. Ross and I disagreed about which tram to take uh, uh, to take back where we were staying when he walked off in a direction I didn't think was right I refused to follow and instead yelled for him to come back and start walking my way <laughs> Ona and Justin stood between us listening to us argue loudly after I heard myself shout profanity mm-hmm. I cringed in oh, wow. embarrassment and followed Russ to the tram he thought we should take we boarded the crowded tram and I realized that our kids tickets had expired but before I could buy new tickets the driver started moving the tram and our family got pushed along uh, with the crowd toward the back rather than trying to reach the front again I took the seat and rationalized his honesty telling myself that uh, it it wouldn't hurt for the kids to ride without valid tickets uh, just uh, uh, these ones then owner spoke up mom you didn't give us tickets this time and the driver gave us a funny look. Where are our tickets? Busted me. The Christian mother who had carefully tried to protect my, uh, uh, my kids from the dangers of hypocrisy was caught sinning in a mess, messy a variety of ways that made me look like a hypocrite myself. Mm. <clears throat> what a story. Uh, hey, uh, uh, you. Uh, Fabiano, don't look at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at me across Likewise. the table. You finish the story and you look up and you eyeball me. I think, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, they, they could be any one of us, mm. couldn't it? You know, as human beings and yeah. as parents. And yeah. what do I think about that? I think that's a lived experience. Oh, I yeah. think that all of us at some oh, yeah. point in time have, have walked right. that walk that we didn't yeah. want to walk. Uh, or we've walked the walk that wasn't in conformity with our talk. Hey, Man, that's and, right. And, and you know, it's so true to say that uh, <clears throat> when it when it comes to uh, to our children, they're the first people, one oh, yeah. of the first people, oh, yeah. to notice uh, yeah. when we are acting out of step yes. with our professed beliefs mm-hmm. or, or intentions right. or or what we have said, uh, we the values we live by, and suddenly yeah. we're, we're we're behaving in a way that is. Uh, 
completely contrary to that. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, our kids are going to probably see that. <clears throat> uh, in fact, let me let me rephrase that, rephrase that, uh, and say or ask a question. Yeah. Uh, and that is, um, you know, will my kids find out that I'm a hypocrite? Mm. And, and what's what's the answer to that? Well, yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So all of us, at some point in time or other, just in the human condition, definitely uh, are going to be uh, uh, caught out in hypocrisy. Yes. And now, of course, there's different forms of hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. We we tend to just paint a blank canvas on that but yeah. Uh, but yeah i think that story is uh, it testifies to uh, the fact that sometimes we we see very clearly mm. where someone ha- is is acting in a way that's hypocritical saying well you know with all my faults and failings uh, i'm divine you know i'm i'm perfect <clears throat> and yet uh, within moments within that within the, that very hour yeah on the streets of amsterdam she's uh, she found out that oh actually i too am a hypocrite so sometimes i think hypoc- i find it really interesting don't you fabiano that yeah. that when it comes to hypocrisy uh, there were how quickly the hounds began to bark uh, in the media, uh, how quickly it is that uh, that people start to opine in social oh, yeah. commentary, oh, yeah. and they'll say, oh, what a hypocrite. You know, That's it. It's so so disgusting and despicable that such a person could And, you know, you have to ask yourself now, um, in the very next breath, yeah. is there any reflection? Hmm. Self-reflection, yeah, <clears throat> and and sometimes yeah, you'll hear yeah. it when people speak. You know, uh, well, uh, but you know what? We can all learn something from this. Oh, sure, and, uh, we perhaps sure. have all rode that same boat. Oh yeah, but you don't always hear that. And so hypocrisy, I think, brings out two very stark, contrasting uh, uh, responses or reactions. One yes. is, uh, well, <clears throat> you know, that person's a hypocrite, and I'd never do that. <laughs> and the other one would be. Well, actually, you know what? That's that's a, a good example of where I, I could learn. That's right, uh, and and you know, from a bad example. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I think hypocrisy is something we all need to overcome. Mm, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Every single day. Mm. And um, <laughs> what a for great those story who, yeah, for those <laughs> who have children, hey, we are often brought to uh, that realization. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Hey, for those who are listening. Where are you listening from? We're interested, mm. actually. We are very interested. And uh, if you're a regular as well, um, uh, welcome. And uh, if you're new, uh, even more so welcome. Please, we're coming to a break, but we're going to just quickly have a short word of prayer. Uh, but we would like to know where you're listening from. Uh, la- there was a time actually where a number of people texted in and really that brought uh, 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 joy to my heart because mm. I knew that, hey, I was in a company of other fellow travelers and yes. and uh, it was really good to know that actually we were speaking to people uh, on the other end and uh, I believe there was, there's always people but it is it, it is a different experience when you actually get people uh, texting in. So please do let us know where you're, te- where you're listening from. The number is 04888. Eight oh eight eleven. It's almost like a song. Zero four <laughs> triple eight eight oh eight eleven. And if anyone could turn it into a song, it'd be Fabiano. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. good. So please let us know where you're listening from, and uh, yeah, tell us whether this story of which we have just shared has uh, reminded you of something. Mm. So let us pray together, yes. and then we'll come to a break. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this wonderful opportunity to study a, a, a topic that, in fact. Uh, uh, brings us, all of us, back to our needs. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us. Be with those who are listening. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. So, dear listener, please stay with us. We're coming back 
There will be a free giveaway, which I'll share with you uh, shortly. If you're listening, please uh, don't go away. And uh, I believe that uh, uh, what we have to share today will be something that uh, uh, you will um, uh, appreciate and something that uh, will be uh, life transformational. All right. Well, here's the song. And the song is uh, Truth I'm Standing On by Liana uh Crawford. So please enjoy the song and we'll be right back. Scared. Oh, I thought I knew scared. But I'm so filled with fear. I can barely All the pain out of birth 
made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghul and Pastor Hugh Heenan. Friends, we are delighted to be on this radio program and we are thankful that you have tuned in. Where are you listening from, my friends? And uh, in fact, yeah, we would love to know. We would love to know. Yeah. Uh, uh, our theme for this week has been a holy masquerade at the faithful hypocrites. That's the question. But today's topic, once again, is it's in a form of a question. How can I help my children? That is the key. How can I help my children deal with hypocrisy? You know, friends, um, a church is, uh, Always in progress. It, it, it's 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 a it's always it's a movement. It's it's made out of people who are also uh, 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 who are also a work in progress. Who are also growing. And Scripture tells us that um, uh, we. In fact, I'm thinking I'm thinking here of the writings of the Apostle Paul that um, from the day we accept Christ as our Lord and as our Lord and Savior, we are like infants, and so we are ever growing. And this topic uh, truly is one that. Uh, strikes at the very heart of, um, uh, what it really means to be, uh, 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 human post, uh, um, uh, the fall, as well as what it really means also to be a Christian. So the, here we learn a great deal of the matters of the heart. And so how can I help my children deal with hypocrisy? I hand over to yours and truly, Pastor <laughs> Hugh Hinnan. <laughs> oh, wow. What, a, what an introduction. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I was set up uh, to stand or set up to fall just now, uh, but thank you, Fabiano. Yes, um, your true, yours truly, uh, Hypocrite Heenan, um tuning in here with you. Um, look, no, uh, hypocrisy is endemic. Uh, it is highly personal. Uh, mm. It is something that the other guy does and we never do. And and yet at the same time, we are all uh, at Amen. some point or other, we're going to be struck by this disease, you That's could say, right. um, or, or this malfunction where mm. we say one thing, we, we believe one thing, yeah. and yet we do something else. You know, it exactly. makes me think of the Apostle Paul, where yes. you just mentioned, of course, but um, in Romans 7, he talks yes. about how that, you know, that which I desire to do, mm. I, I do not. And, yeah. and that which I do not wish to do, I right. do. Yeah, you know, and, and and who's going to save me from this body of death? <laughs> exactly. Thanks be to God through mm. Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, and and so um, I, I want to just share with you today that <clears throat> hypocrisy is true of all of us at some point or other, yeah. or in some shape or form or other. But but what's also true is that there's hope. <clears throat> yes, amen. with regards to mm. hypocrisy, mm. Uh, and, and that is that we may not, especially as parents now, yes. but, but as parents we we have little eyes looking at us all the time. Yes. Uh, and and they're going to pick up on these things a mile yeah. away. They're going <laughs> to sniff mm-hmm. when things are a little bit off yeah, in Denmark, and yes. um, and so and, and so hypocrisy is going to stand out really starkly for for our little ones yeah. uh, when it's practiced, uh, or at least when we don't practice what we preach. Mm-hmm. So, um, but thanks be to God that we do have an example <clears throat> of someone who is not a hypocrite. Yes, uh, and that example, of course, is God, best Amen. expressed in the humanly speaking, in the person of Jesus Christ. So we can be very thankful for the fact that we do have an actual example that does exist of someone that that lives above hypocrisy. Now, now I just got to say this from the outset, Fabiano. Just excuse me for a second while I get rid of the hypocrisy in my throat. Um, (laughs) But but the fact is that that, as a Christian, 
it's it's amazing how often people in society that you know they look to Christians and Christianity yeah. as being the epitome, as being the the high point mm. uh, and the hallmark of uh, of what is what is right and what is proper and true. <clears throat> now, in saying that, what what's also true is that um, much in society, many people in society are very quick to pounce when they see that hey, you know, you're not living according to what you believe. Yes, uh, and so uh, in the workplace or in some other place, you, if if you say, well, I'm a Christian, and then you do something that's in, not in conformity with being a Christian, people are very quick to, to jump on that. Yeah. Um, and, and rightly so, because if we profess to to, uh, to be something that we're not, well, yeah. you know, someone perhaps needs to remind us yeah. <laughs> of what that's we said right. at first. Yes. Um, but what it also shows is that of all the different professions mm. uh, of, of faith and of belief and of values, yes. the one that most often people will pounce on is Christianity. Christianity, yeah. Uh, why is that? Well, actually, despite themselves, what people are evidencing by that right. is that <clears throat> they're evidencing that, hey, look, we can see that there's actually power yeah. in, in Christ, <clears throat> that Amen. there is transformative mm. power yeah. uh, in, in the Christian life when it's, when it's lived as, yes. it's, uh, as it ought to be. Yeah. Um, and, and so, if anything, we should welcome that. Yes. Um, um, and but what's also true, and if we go a little bit more deeply philosophical on this whole thing, uh-huh. all of us are hypocrites in one shape, form, or another. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but all of us hate hypocrisy, or most of us do. Mm. So what does that tell us? That tells us that all of us seek the ideal yes. that none of us seem to be in and of our own. Uh, ability able to reach. Yeah, uh, wow. we need outside assistance. Yes, we need someone who is not hypocritical to help us to live the non-hypocritical life, the, right. the life of integrity. We all value integrity, mm. and yet, uh, and yet, uh, and we detest hypocrisy. Yes, a- and yet, uh, and so often our default is the hypocrisy. Yes, um, and yes. so all of us are by that are really saying we want. We want what is um, <clears throat> what only God can give. Yes. We want the idea. We want the 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 truly objectively pure and good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and can it be obtained? Can it be lived out? Well, by God's grace, we believe it can be. Amen. You know, it's interesting. The whole word hip- hypocrite or, or hypocrisy it comes from a Greek term. Yes. And <clears throat> it was something that was found within the scriptures. All right. Uh, and and it's been passed on down to us through the ages, and it's actually become adopted into the English language. And so, right. in actual fact, <clears throat> there's a good reason why people associate Christianity and hypocrisy. Okay. Um, not for the reason people might think. All oh, right. Not, not because well, Christians are all hypocrites. No, but rather instead because the whole idea of hypocrisy and and something to be abhorred and something to not be uh, not to something to be avoided. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and and the call to live with integrity is actually a clarion call that wow. has been transmitted and bequeathed to our society mm. through Christianity through Christ and his followers because yeah. the the word that's come down to us through the scriptures and then on into the English language um is actually this Greek word hypocrisis Right. You can hear hypocrite. In yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Um, and it simply means to act out a part mm-hmm. to to act a certain way yeah. That's not actually who you really are. Right. Um, or hypocrinestai, to play a part, to pretend from hupo, which means under, yes. and krinein, meaning decide or judge, or judge, right. to be living under your own judgment. Hey, <clears throat> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so hypocrisy uh-huh. is, is actually uh, a living example yeah. of what it means to be condemned by oneself. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Wow, that is deep. Um, yeah. So, um, 
uh, okay. Jesus, interestingly enough, uh-huh. if you if you're someone listening to this today, and I, this is worth repeating, but if you're if you're listening, you're thinking, I just can't stand hypocrisy. Yeah, I wish people were more full of integrity. Um, then guess what? You are exhibiting, or you are expressing something that went right to the very heart of Jesus Christ, mm. because Jesus, more than perhaps anybody else in the ancient world, spoke about hypocrisy. Yeah. Uh, and how important it was to to not live hypocritically. Uh, I'll give you an example of that. So, you know, Jesus um, uh, had, had this to say uh, in his Sermon on the Mount. Mm. <clears throat> so in, for example, in uh, Matthew chapter 7, if I've got that right, uh, in Matthew 7, mm. um, and uh, in the first part of uh, that chapter, let me just uh, find it here in my scriptures in the Bible, um, but he says here, he says, judge not. And by the way, the word that's used there for judge not really should be better translated condemn not. Condemn not. So okay. condemn not that you be not condemned. Right. <laughs> Interesting. This is the whole essence of what we talk yeah, about with hypocrisy, yeah. right? So oh, wow. from the outset, he's talking about hypocrisy. Uh-huh. So for with the condemnation that you pronounce, you yourself will be condemned. Hmm. With the measure that you use it, you it will be measured to you. Yeah. And then he, then he gives an example. He says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log flipping and flopping and bouncing about? <laughs> you know, I love his humor. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> He's really telling a bit of a, 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 a joke here at the same time, but very serious one. Yeah. You see the speck in your brother's eye, wow. but you, you don't notice the log that's bouncing about <laughs> in your own eye. <clears throat> when, when there's this log in your own eye, um, first... Um, uh, You hypocrite, take the log out of your own eye, and Uh then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Yeah. Now, what's Jesus saying here? He's saying, well, you know what, um, you know, we we condemn others for what we ourselves do. Yeah. Uh, But what he's also saying is a bit deeper there, because he's also pointing out that by um, that that moment is an opportunity for us to say, hey, you know, he's got a speck in his eye. Mm. What have I got in mind? Hmm. You know, uh, yeah. take a little bit of time to self-reflect and yeah. think, <laughs> That's uh, and and uh, and and realize that perhaps it is that that we have the same issue that's driving us crazy about somebody else. Mm. Um, uh, wow. And so there's growth to be had oh, in yeah. that moment. Uh, but what he's also pointing out here is that it is possible uh-huh. for it to be taken out of the eye. Praise God. Yeah, Both yeah. in terms of looking around and seeing it and, and being driven crazy by it in other people's lives. Instead, to be living more graciously towards others. Right. But also to um, <clears throat> to have it taken out of our own eye. To start to live <clears throat> in a way that's not only more gracious to others, yes. but, is, but is also uh, more in keeping with who we are called to be. That's quite interesting. Yeah. So, so Pastor Hugh, uh, there are parents now uh, listening Aunts, cousins, you know, church members. Uh, and we, I believe, especially for most Adventists, you know, when we had child dedications, we vowed that we will support, uh, the, the families and the little mm-hmm. ones will be mm-hmm. spiritual mentors, will be good examples, you know. Yes. And, um, yeah. And so they're probably thinking, you know, yeah, what do we do? How can we help? Children and I, and mm. for me actually, this, yeah, this, this is subject important. is deep because, um, I've seen this. I've seen, uh, young people, uh, lose, uh, the, um, they, 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 they've lost the, uh, the power that was supposed to actually draw them, uh, uh, to church and, and, and the things of God simply because, uh, they've seen. Um, mm. how, uh, some of us Christians, uh, live our lives in ways that are 
contrary to that which we speak with our mouth, that which we profess as Christians. Mm. I, I've seen uh, this with my very own eyes in ministry, and it's a sad reality. So I wonder, and I'm asking the same question too here, how can we help children? Deal with hypocrisy. Yeah, that's a really important question <clears throat> because, like we said before, if anyone sees and knows how hypocrisy, yeah, it's going to be our kids, mm-hmm. uh, and they may not have the critical uh, evaluative uh, functions or, or abilities as our spouse. Let's yeah. say yeah. Um, who's able to say, "Well, you know, I, I know that that's not what's in my husband or wife's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that that's something they're struggling with, or maybe right. that, you know, they've unintentionally done, or maybe there's been some inconsistency on a certain day or uh-huh. a certain season, or maybe <clears throat> there's something that." Our spouse is going through yeah. that we can provide them with a lot of grace and help and, and comfort and and uh, uh, and, yeah. and healing, hopefully, as or you know some some help as they heal yes. uh, from something which has really buffeted them in life. Right. But uh, our children may not be able to quite discern mm. on the same level. But they what yeah. they can see is what presents exactly. Um, and you know, there's an interesting study that came some years ago, um, and it came out of the University of Chicago. Right, uh, and this study <clears throat> asked the question. Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> Hypocrisy's uh-huh. really got a hold on my throat. Today. <laughs> when do children yes. begin to recognise hypocrisy? Right. Um, I think on some level or other that they <clears throat> that they begin to recognise it quite early. Yes. Um, but this study, what it found was that seven year olds, <clears throat> when a child is seven that they start to treat words as a signal for future actions. Right. Um, and so, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Big apologies there for everybody. <laughs> I think we all can understand in this winter season. Oh, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, seven-year-olds, uh, it, it seems to be around that, that stage when they're beginning primary school or have been at primary school for a little while, mm. um, that they, 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 they begin to see that um, – or understand that when people's words, <clears throat> when they talk about moral principles, you know, right. not just when they said something and they slipped up and they did the opposite, right. but when their moral principles are not uh, in conformity or, or, or patterning alongside of their then future actions. In other words, this is this is quite something, and so this yeah. should send alarm bells maybe to some of our parents listening in today. Yeah. Um, but maybe alarm bell in a good way because mm. once you know this, it can be really helpful to exactly. you. Exactly. Um, but <clears throat> your seven-year-old and and older. They're actually looking at our behavior, uh, and they're storing it up. Yeah. So they're not. Sometimes we might think, oh well, yeah, they might forget in a day or they're two. They're just children, you know. It, it comes and it goes. <laughs> yeah. But it gets stored up. Right. Uh, the child then is able to replay the tape and think about the number of instances mm. uh, when these things have, when we've said things, so when we've done things that are not in keeping with what we say we would do. Right. Uh, and <clears throat> they begin to assess their parents. So wow. we often think, I think as parents, that once our kids get to that challenging stage of mm. preteen, teen, um, that, and they start to want to be their own, their own self and they want to um, sort of <clears throat> no longer just be a reflection of mum and dad, that they want to um, sort of distance themselves a little bit uh, so they can be themselves. Right. Sometimes I think that's when we consider, you know, that they're more likely to say, oh, okay, well, you, you're a hypocrite because A, B, C, D, uh-huh. or, or how, who are you to tell me? Uh-huh. You know? But <clears throat> the truth is that's been bubbling away by that stage for probably half a decade. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's really important for mm. us, I think, to be thinking through how can we help our child yeah. to, um, to, to, 
reflect upon what they're seeing and what they're hearing from us yeah. and for us to to assist them mm. conversationally yeah. um, with regards to our own moral failures yes. so they can they can learn from our best but they can also learn from our worst mm. in the best possible way wow. um, and not from us avoiding it or ignoring it because yes. that will only just make them say oh you know what <clears throat> mum and dad uh, why would I ever want to follow them yeah. or, or live their form of life? Mm. Um, and um, or, or why would I trust them when they say that this is what's best when they don't even live it themselves? Mm. <clears throat> but if we're actually having conversations with them about this, right. uh, it's really it's really helpful. It's really important. Um, so, for example, yes. um, you know, what are some ways that we could have those conversations? Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, I think one of the things that we could do. Uh, is that um, <clears throat> we can um, seek to um, acknowledge the hypocrisy yes. that our children encounter That's right. in the rest of the world around us. Yeah, rather than just, uh, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> uh, rather than just um, you know, saying, uh, I guess I, I've heard, I'm saying this because I've heard uh, people say these, uh, these kinds of things. So, you know, oh, they're just children, you know. Uh, as if, you know, we don't have, uh, moral accountability even <laughs> to the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and, yeah. and, and not just in wider society, yeah. but, but yeah. also within the church. Yeah. Because, hey, look, there's two sides to this whole thing about, um, why would I go to church? Because, you know, that's where hypocrites go. Um, or, um, you know, Christians are hypocrites, etc. Well, the reason for that is, yeah. is twofold. <clears throat> One is that because, well, it's yes. a human condition, uh, and you're going to find it everywhere. Um, but also because, well, where is it a place where people most profess uh, to live according to integrity or, or seek yeah. to? <clears throat> and then, yeah. and then, if they fail, it's going to be most noticeable. Well, of yes. course, it's going to be in the church. If you you won't hear people say, "Well, you know, why would I go to a basketball game? You know, it's it's full of hypocrites." You don't hear that. <laughs> you just don't hear it. Or a footy game, yeah. and, and it's full of hypocrites. You know, mm. um, <clears throat> but. Because uh, the thing is, you're not probably going to notice it so much. Yes. The, the stadium's full of them. Yes. Full of us, you know. But, <laughs> that is right. But <clears throat> in church, where where is it going to most stand out? It's going to stand out most in church, not simply That's because right. people profess one thing and maybe do another. Mm. Um, of which, and then, look, I've been a pastor for for full time pastor now for twenty years. Yeah. Uh, and been involved in in the Christian church for for. 35 plus years yeah. um, and <clears throat> I've got to tell you that yes uh, are there plenty of Christian hypocrites of course there are yeah of course there are yeah. um, but by the same token why is it so noticeable well mm. you think about it uh, if someone stood in that same or sat in that same football or basketball stadium yeah. and and everyone's wearing black and white and they're wearing blue white and black you're going to say, there's the port supporter, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're going to really stand out. <laughs> where, where are hypocrites going to most stand out? It's going to be in church because it, there are going to be a whole lot more of a percentage of those present in that group yes. that are people of solid integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Much more likely. And so they're going to stand out all the more. Um, so it's important for us then to come back to this main point then to acknowledge hypocrisy. That's right. When our kids encounter it, both in the world, but also in the church um, mm. and, and to have honest discussions about it, you know, to be open and honest about it uh, and to acknowledge the reality of it, <clears throat> not to sweep it under the carpet and allow it to continue to erode our children's trust yeah. in adults, but also <clears throat> in those who ought to be their role models. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. And uh, we have truly uh, learnt uh, quite a lot here. 
I'm reminded of Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 5, uh, which says, um, it is better that you should not vow, that you should vow and not pay. Uh, and the principle that I get out of that text is that, hey, it is best not to uh, say or promise something and then not do it. And so really this idea of being authentic and um, doing what you said you would do, really we need help, we need God uh, to uh, uh, help us because um, the power to live a... Uh, a, a morally upright uh, life comes only, as Pastor Hugh has hinted out, uh, and well, not just hinted out, actually said uh, uh, earlier on, from uh, someone else, and that is Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and so That's we are right. thankful and grateful. So friends, uh, stay with us as we come to this short break. We come into this song by Emmanuel Escario, Lord, I Want to Be Like You. Stay with us. in my lap for a good night hug He calls me dad and I call him bub With his faded old pillow and a pen and pool He snuggles up close and says I want to be like you Him good night, tripping over the toys as I turn out the light. I whisper a prayer that someday you'll see He's got a father in God, cause he's seen Jesus in me. Lord, I wanna be just like you, cause he wants to be just like me. I wanna be a holy example. For his innocent eyes to see Help me be a living Bible, Lord That my little boy can read I want to be just like you Cause he wants to be like me Got to admit I've got so far to go Make so many mistakes and I'm sure that you know Sometimes it seems no matter how hard I try With all the pressures in life I just can't get it all right But I'm trying so hard to learn from the best To be patient and kind filled with your tenderness Cause I know that he learned from the things that he sees And the Jesus he finds will be the Jesus in me Lord, I want to be just like you Cause he wants to be just like me I want to be a holy example For his innocent eyes to see Help me be a living
just like you Cause he wants to be like me I wanna be just like you Cause he wants to be like me What a beautiful item. Lord, I want to be like you, just like my son, my daughter, my uh, cousin, my, 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 my niece, rather, my nephew. You know, they, they, just because they want to be like me. Uh, truly, we've all have been there. And I take that as truly a prayer of many parents. We want to be like Jesus. We want to leave a holy example. Lord, help us. What a beautiful song by uh, Manuel Escasio, Lord, I want to mm. be like you. And so, friends, we've got a giveaway, Kindness Living by Jeff Weir. Uh, if you're interested in this uh, 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 book, we can actually mail this to you. All you need to do is text to us the code word SA124. Once you do that, the Faith FM bot will reply asking for the necessary details so we can actually mail that out to you. So this is a wonderful book. This is one of the best church growth, uh, uh, um, well, personal growth, or as you say, spiritual growth uh, book uh, that uh, you should read because it encourages you to uh, have uh, a kindness approach in everything that you do uh, to uh, seek to imitate Christ's life. And so if you're interested uh, in this book, uh, please do uh, message us using that number, 04888-80811. Just send us the code word, SA124. That is like the abbreviation SA for South Australia and the number 124. So please do that and We'll gladly send that out to you. So, friends, welcome back once again. This is the Faith FM Draft Time Program, and you're listening to uh, Pastor Hugh as he shares with us uh, on this wonderful topic, how can I help my children deal with hypocrisy? Mm. And we had just, uh, I guess, uh, um, you know, started going deeper on this, so I'll hand over to him so he can unpack this a bit more. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. Oh, thank you, Fabiana. So, so yes, it's um, as we've indicated already. Uh, when it comes to hypocrisy, are we going to find uh, where are we going to find people who are the opposite of that? Yeah. We're most likely going to find people of integrity. Yes, uh, in church, you know, yes. those who are following Christ and intending yeah. to do so uh, as much as possible. Um, but um, <clears throat> you know, where are people of hypocrisy going to stand out the most? <laughs> Likewise, in church, and so yes, acknowledge. The hypocrisy that your kids encounter, but also mm. importantly, encourage your kids to consider, well, what do you think Jesus may think about the hypocritical behavior yeah. that they've experienced? Right. Um, and, and so th- what this does is to help them separate the attitudes and the actions of yes. Jesus from that of people who claim to represent Jesus, mm. um, but fail to behave in Christ-like ways. And so yeah. it, it strengthens their critical thinking skills okay. uh, because it helps them to um, to to think through um, what's the difference between what I'm seeing and yes. what what actually I I know or, or I've I've been taught to believe is better. Wow, uh, and and really helps them to grow in the process of developing authentic faith yeah. as well. So so think it through from Jesus's perspective. Yes, um, and also <clears throat> to see people who are acting hypocritically from the right perspective. Yes. So often we want to condemn, as we just read before. Oh yes. You know, who are you to condemn your brother or your sister with a speck in their eye when you've got a log flopping about in your own? Yeah. Um, and and first take the log out of your own eye before trying to help your brother or sister with a speck in theirs. Mm. Um, and so 
it's important for us to to acknowledge that uh, that every hypocrite yes. is also a person that God loves completely and unconditionally. Oh yeah, you know. So so while we hate the sinner, love the sinner. That's right. Just as God does. You know, we need to refuse to gossip <clears throat> about hypocritical people. Yeah. And, and here's why that's so important. Because the moment you do that, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> that's because it. you know what? Yeah. The Bible says, uh, and points out clearly in various different passages within Scripture, yes. that <clears throat> what makes a hypocrite a hypocrite is that they act deceitfully. They say, well, you know, uh, mm. I, I, you know, this person does that, but I don't do that. Or I, I believe this and I will act that way, but, um, but then actually acts out a different way. Yes. But also what it means is to slander someone else. Yeah, for doing the same. Wow. So it's really interesting that um, that the moment we start to to point the finger and whistle uh, and <coughs> and start to condemn yeah. that, uh, uh, in actual fact, we're starting to act somewhat hypocritically ourselves. Wow. So can, does that mean that we should simply avoid the whole topic? No, we should no, engage with that's it. That's right. But from a constructive and a helpful point of view and saying, yes, let's acknowledge it exists. Let's yes. acknowledge it when it happens. That's right. And if it's a particularly egregious moral failing, yeah. um, it needs to be dealt to. It needs to be confronted, yeah. <clears throat> but in a constructive and in a, um, in a redemptive fashion. Mm. Not to destroy the person, <clears throat> but to restore them. Wow. Uh, and, and likewise, in the same process, to remind ourselves that restoration is possible for us when we also uh, go through times of uh, moral struggle or when we ourselves may have fallen. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and so it's really important to be respectful. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, that is, and, and that really helps our children to, to learn respect and to treat people with dignity, even when they... Uh, when they're doing something that is in and of itself seems to be something that is not um, something they can respect. Mm. Um, so the other thing we can do is to pray with our kids about it. That's important. Um, yeah. So pray yeah. that the hypocrites you know would come to realize how they need to change their lives mm. and also how we might need to have our lives changed. Yeah. Um, and Lord, open our eyes to where maybe we are acting hypocritically and causing others to either lose faith in humanity yeah. or lose faith in God or, or to lose trust in their fellow colleagues or, yeah. or even uh, or, or church members or, or work colleagues or, for that matter, uh, even members of their own family. Mm. Um, so help to restore the, the, the bonds of trust yes. and of, of togetherness um, by praying together about that and, and acknowledging that God is able to help us Amen. redemptively yeah. and lovingly to overcome in this area of of. Um, <laughs> of hypocritical moral failing, yeah, um, and and then the other thing to do, I think, is really that's really important, uh-huh. <clears throat> is to acknowledge where we have failed. Yeah, um, you know, I think one of the things that uh, really holds parents back these days is that um, let's face it, uh, and, and we're reflective of this. I think Fab yeah. uh, is the fact that um, <clears throat> that if you've got a parent, if you sorry, if you've got a parent at home, <laughs> that's a different <laughs> question. If you've got a child at home, yeah. uh, still, then. Chances are that you're either a Gen X like me, mm. or you're a millennial like that. Yeah, you know. And so, um, I'm assuming you're a millennial. I, I'm yeah, pretty sure you that's are. It, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the, the, so both of us fit within that basic spectrum mm. uh, of of uh, a generation oh, yes. that has, by and large, been highly experimental in our, in our undertakings. Mm. Um, not we're not all built the same. Yeah. And not, but I acknowledge that that many within our respective generations have grown up in a morally neutral or mm. maybe even morally negative oh, yeah. uh, environment and may have actually acted in ways that makes it hard to parent later on. What do I mean by that? Well, um, you know, when your child is engaged in uh, no um, <clears throat> immoral activities of their own, when, they, when they've been lying and deceitful 
um, you know, uh, with with their friends, or maybe they've they've acted up in, in social media. Uh, maybe they've um, been uh, involved uh, in drug taking or mm. experimentation in that area. Maybe even uh, in underage sex. Um, you know, all the things that break a parent's heart yeah. when we see our, our children maybe going through those sorts of things yeah. um, because we know the long-term effects that come with that. Exactly. <clears throat> but for some of us as parents, um, it may just be that you're listening just now and you're saying, well, actually, that was me when I was that age. Mm. And if that's the case, then you know, who am I to tell my child yeah. what's right and wrong? Huh. I'm a hypocrite if I do. Yeah. Uh, and that actually holds us back as parents, I think, yeah. in some regards. Yeah. Uh, but I want to give you an example straight from Scripture. Hmm. I think one of the first steps we can take uh, to be a hypocrisy-free parent is uh-huh. to do what all the great men and women of faith have done throughout history. Yeah. Um, and and that is to humble yourself before God yes. and express sorrow for what you did. Hmm. Uh, for example, King David. Classic example, right? Yes. Um, so he says, um, well, this is <laughs> this is what someone said. Yes. Let me put it this way. Listen, my sons, to a father's discipline and pay attention so that you may gain understanding. For I'm giving you good instruction. Don't abandon Mm. my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender and precious to my mother, he taught me and said, your heart must hold on to my words. Keep my commands and live. You know, those are really bold words because that's actually taken from Proverbs chapter 4. Right. And who wrote that? Solomon. Solomon, yeah. And so Solomon wrote that down um, and sounds like a fairly standard bit of parenting advice. Yeah. But who was his dad? <laughs> it was David. David. Yeah, yeah. And who was his mum? Uh, it was dragging my memory Bathsheba, now. right? Bathsheba, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so David and Bathsheba, um, how did they come to be married? Oh, and, yeah. You know? Not, not in the right way. No. I mean, David <laughs> committed adultery yeah, with Bathsheba for yeah. a start and even had Bathsheba's innocent, honorable, yeah. God-fearing husband yeah, killed, yeah. really murdered, Very to cover up yeah, his sin. Yeah. Um, and so if living a blameless life is the criterion for, for giving wise counsel, David mm. doesn't measure up. He's disqualified. Mm. But yeah, yet yeah. he didn't use his sin, get right. this, as yeah. an excuse to avoid giving wise counsel to his son. Mm. Yeah, he, he didn't use it as an excuse to say, well, I messed up, so there's no point even trying. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, or even helping uh, to correct the course of the next generation. That's right. Um, wow. Rather than abandoning, abandoning parenting, uh, parental responsibility, David made a confession. Yes. He, he fessed up and said, you know, Lord, make me clean and steadfast so I, yeah. you can use my life as an example to those who have gone astray or who attempted to be to go astray. Listen to this. In Psalm 51, David said this, God, create a clean heart for me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Yeah. Do not banish me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. What plaintive words they are, right? Mm. Restore the joy <clears throat> of your salvation to me and yeah. grant me a willing spirit. And then he says this, then... I will teach the rebellious your ways. Wow. And sinners, just like him, just mm. like you and me, mm. sinners will return to you. Wow. What's the point yeah. of all that? Yeah. He confessed, he opened up his heart, he repented before God. He says, I don't want to live yeah. that life anymore. I want to do a 180 degree. I want to turn back to you. I want to live a life of integrity and of honor. Um, and, and Lord, as you help me in that, and I know that you desire to do that, I know that's who mm. you are, God, then I will teach others. Yes. From the example of what, what I did wrong and what you then helped me to do and the new life that you've helped me to live. Yeah. And, and so, you know what? One thing that we can teach our kids is that, is that yeah, hypocrisy is a part of life in this world and that all of us will succumb to it at one point or another, but it's no excuse. Mm. Uh, but the fact is at the same time <clears throat> that redemption is possible. Uh, that there is such a thing as a new beginning. Yeah. Because sometimes I think, uh, you know, by, by just, uh, being, uh, by, by, 
providing a vacuum with regards to this this whole topic and avoiding it altogether, uh-huh. we can set ourselves set our kids up to think that when they do fail, well, look, I'm a mess now. I'm even worse than mum and dad. There's no <laughs> hope for me. And, and so then we actually bequeath or, or pass on a legacy to multiple generations mm. that is is uh, one that says, hey, look, the, when we say one thing and do another, it's shameful, mm. and we keep it to ourselves, and it eats away at us from the inside out, uh, and, and uh, it can never be dealt with or, or we can never recover from it. Yeah. Um, but the good news is <clears throat> that as we fess up, as we come clean, and we That's say, right. hey, look, I've struggled in this area as well. Yeah. But hey, look, uh, uh, I know someone who's able to, who's helped me and is able to help me and is able to help you. That's right. We're actually helping our kids immensely. Amen. And so one of the best Amen. things I've ever found is that when I've when I've realised what I've said or done, or how I've said it or how I've done it, mm. and then I've sat down with my my child and I said, you know what, Dad's really sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wow. I I I didn't do the right thing. I, I was actually acting quite hypocritically there. Um, <clears throat> you expect better of Dad, and rightly so. And I'm really sorry for that. And to really apologize deeply, uh, it's amazing. Our kids sort of sit up and go, wow, yeah. you know, that's the most authentic, genuine thing I've ever heard from my, my parent. And yeah. then that's what they desire to live out to. Amen. Yeah, and then yeah. it makes it possible for them to, to say, wow, now I see that, um, that this is the same spirit that God comes to me with. Mm. And unlike mum and dad, <clears throat> he actually is perfectly capable mm. of helping me to be like Jesus, yeah. To to to. Oh, it'd be perfect. Yeah. But I will become more like him. More like him. And yeah. I'll be, become a person of integrity. And what a, what a legacy to pass on. Amen. And friends, this is a powerful parenting lesson that I have just learned today, and that both of us have learned. But uh, no, it, truly, this was a powerful lesson, especially uh, uh, for every uh, Christian out there. And, uh, and, in, and even those who may not be a people of faith, because, um, we wrestle with the same, um, heart problem of which we're just uh, learning uh, t- uh, about today, hypocrisy, we wrestle with that in our day-to-day lives. And so, friends, I would like to just pray and ask God to help us in this journey. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, we need you. We need you every day, every hour, and we need Christ living in us. Help us to be more like you. Help us to live a Mm. holy life and exemplify that to others. Lord, we pray that you may give us the strength and the ability to keep our promises and to live out the faith that we profess and to be authentic. Lord, I pray that our lives will become a living witness. Lord, be with us and bless us, and may may you bless those who are listening. Uh, This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen Amen. and amen.